Welcome to the One Rental at a Time podcast. This is your host, Michael Zuber. This is the show where we interview guests involved in the real estate business. From experts to newbies, wholesalers, flippers, buy and hold, apartments, commercial, notes, hard money, Airbnb, mobile homes, it doesn't matter. If you're involved in the business, we want to talk to you. This show relies on referrals and recommendations from our listeners. If you know someone we should talk to, please make a recommendation. As the author of One Rental at a Time, The Journey to Financial Freedom, I'm dedicated to helping you take your first or your next step on your real estate journey. But I need your help. We need to spread the message of One Rental at a Time Works. Please share this podcast, my YouTube channel, and of course, my book, all called One Rental at a Time. Thanks, and let's start the show. Hey everyone, thanks for joining. Uh, I have a returning guest. Actually, I believe Josh uh, was our first uh, video ever recorded when I launched these interview series. So uh, please welcome Josh Culler back to the show. How are you doing, Josh? What's going on, Mike? Uh, I'm doing great. Thank you for having me back. I was, I'm, I'm, I'm very honored to be your first guest on the show after all the rock stars you've had on here. I mean, I, I've seen everybody that you've got on the show, so I'm very humbled and excited to be back and talk about this topic that we're going to talk about. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, lots of people like to talk about real estate and investing and there's all these rah-rah things that you see out there, people flashing checks and all those things on social media that actually are far closer to upsetting me than being motivating because I think it's yeah. it's more the sizzle and the, it, it's not the hard work. But you actually posted a simple picture and I'm going to bring it up here in a minute so we can all look at it. But uh, before I do that, wh- what was your impetus to sort of put that out? It, se- it seemed like you were speaking to a specific audience. And um, why don't you give the vision of what, what sparked it? And then, then I'll bring it up. Yeah, so I, uh, I don't remember the name of the account that I was following on Instagram. And I just came across this graphic that Michael show, um, basically talking about retirement and how you work like almost probably over half your life to retire for 15 years and do nothing. And, um, I've always, I shouldn't say I've been against retirement, but I've always been against, you know, spending the last 15 to 20 years of my life sitting on a beach, sipping my ties and, you know, just not doing anything with my life. Um, and so I, and Mike, you know, and I'm probably going to have you end up coming to speak at my next one. Uh, I have a mastermind that I have for, um, younger people that are millennials and kind of my age. So I'm 25 years old. Um, college age, high school age. So at my last event that I had uh, last month, I had about, um, what did I have? 20, 22 people there or something like that. Um, and basically teaching them this kind of stuff that like, it's, it's not, it, it's such a false movement that kind of the secular world has put in our minds that we need to work and build up our, our funds, build up our retirements and just chill for the last 15 years of our life. And if, if you even have that, so some people work and, you know, they, they build up their retirement for the next 50 years of their life. And then they pass away five years after they, you know, have, have gone into retirement. So to me, it's just like, I don't want to waste any day on this earth. Um, I, I was mentioning to Mike, even today, like everything that I do is purposeful. Like I got, I got, 
a flight delayed coming from Jackson, Mississippi last night. And so we had to actually push this podcast back 30 minutes um, recording because I was catching up with the rest of the day. But, you know, I slept in, but it's only because I got in so late last night. Like I would not be sleeping in if it wasn't for that. Um, so everything I do is purposeful. Everything, every minute I spend has a reason behind it. And so, I mean, we could kind of go yeah. from there, I guess. Yeah. So. The, one th- the one thing before I bring it up is when I saw you post it, I saw you were clearly talking to the sub 25 year olds, right? Which yeah. Is sort of your niche, right? Yeah. I looked at it and it was like, that speaks as well to me, you know, the 45 to 50 year old club going, man, A, this is what we were taught and in, in, in told was successful. And B, we have kids now. And it's like, what are we doing to them? So yeah. Without further ado, let's just bring it up so we can stop talking in theory and make sure that technology works for us. Share. And then let's see if I can get that a little bigger. So hopefully you're seeing it now. The, the work-life scam. <laughs> you can see it? Yep, we got it. Excellent. So again, why don't you talk about it for a minute as you, know, as you put it out there to the 25-year-olds and then I'll, I'll, I'll talk to it as the, the 45 to 50-year-olds. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, it is for everybody, but my primary audience is that, that younger age group. Cause uh-huh. those are the people I connect. I can connect stronger with and, and get points across a lot easier than, than um, a little bit of an older age group. Um, but yeah, so this, this isn't the first time I've seen this graphic, but I, when I saw it, like it kind of sparked something in me that like, I need to yeah. post about this. And um, there's actually, if you guys look it up, I, I'm sure you could Google it, but look it up. And there's a, a guy named Rob Dial, Rob, R-O-B, Dial, D-I-A-L. And he has a video out there talking about kind of this concept. And the first time I saw it, I was like, oh my goodness, that makes so much sense. I shared it right off the bat. Um, but this whole thing basically talking about like, you know, you, you retire at the age, this graphic shows 67. So just to go off the graphic, we'll, we'll talk about it. So, um, you know, the, the average retirement age, I think is between 65, 67 years old. Right. So, you know, praying that you make it to that day, um, Lord willing. And then, you know, the life expectancy of a human being, the average now is 78 years old. Um, so basically you're going to be working for 50 years to be free for this one. So I was, I've been saying 15 years, this one says 11 years. So you're going to be working for 50 years of your life doing most, most people are doing something they hate for 50 years of their life, whether it is a corporate job or working on a railroad or, you know, doing whatever it is, you know, manual labor work or whatever, or, you know, even working in restaurants or whatever it is they're doing. Most of the time is doing something they hate, they hate for 50 years just to be free for 11 years, hoping they saved enough right. <laughs> for that 11 years. Um, and then the bottom that says work for something you're passionate about, create your own life. And so that, that, that last part there is kind of like the icing on the, on the cake there because for me, I don't care what it is you're doing. If you're passionate about it, like, like crush it. I've always said if you – I think I said it on the first show that you had me on. I, yeah. you know, I always say if you, if you love flipping hamburgers, then go to McDonald's and be the best burger flipper you could possibly be. Like, like be singing while you're you know, double-wielding spatulas. Like, you know, just, just make the best of it. Um, the problem is, is that people have this, this, and and it's what the world's taught us or not the world, America has taught us is that you, you save up for retirement and then you just chill on a beach for the last part, you know, the last few years of your life. And I think that is just, I think you're missing out on so much life, so much life. 
if you yeah. do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. when, I, when I saw you write about it, because again, we're speaking to different audiences. What, what I saw you yeah. writing about was to, what I'll just genericize is the millennials to, to put in a big bucket, um, was, you know, you're, you're really asking them to, to wake up and not follow the path right. that I was told was success. Because right? it's not too late at this point. <laughs> exactly. Well, that and you don't have commitments and you're, you're spending, right. Right? you don't have the family and then this college right. and all that other stuff that you have to. So I thought it was, it was beautiful. But when I saw this and I'm thinking about the 50 year olds out there, right? I'm like, okay, so you're on this path, right? You're in the left-hand side of this. What can you do to buy, in this case, the 12th or 13 years, right? What mm -hmm. can you do to get out a little bit yeah. early? And obviously, you know, you helped write my book. You know, I was out at 45. So in this example, yeah. I bought 22 years. Yeah. So it, it is absolutely the work-life scam because I was told going up, go to school, get a good education, you know, climb the corporate ladder. And if, if rich dad, poor dad didn't slap me around at 30, I would have been this gray haired, you know, individual in, you know, 20 years or so. So um, I do, I think it is a scam. I think it's, I think we're told yeah. it's successful, but it's not. And I don't think enough people know there's options and that's, that's what I wanted to talk about today. So uh, for, from your yeah. perspective, talk about living passionately on purpose and what you're hoping other, you know, 20, 25 year olds step up and, and don't get on this track. What are you hoping to see them do? Man, that, that's a, that's kind of a, I actually have a quote that I wrote down from uh, me and Tom Olson did an interview for the good success podcast today with a guy named Noel Christopher, who's with renters warehouse and mm -hmm. super sharp guy and just an incredible human being. And he said, um, he, we, we always ask one of the last questions we ask, and you know, you've been on the show twice is what is good success to you? Yeah. Uh, what does that term mean? And to him, this kind of like really exemplifies what I believe life should be like from the time you're you're born to the time you you know you walk off this the face of this earth right like so the quote is live a purpose-driven life not a results-driven life so ah. in my mind like my mind directly goes to if you do live your purpose-driven life it's going to create results right so like you know and and success like that whole term is very it's monetary. I mean, people can, people can define nowadays what success is to them. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, I, I was actually having a um, conversation with one of my mentors, Abby, uh, Golhar and asking him like, man, I know I need to create wealth for, <laughs> you know, later on in my years. So I'm investing out of my IRA, um, and, and building up my IRAs and I'm going to be opening up a 401k pretty soon, that kind of thing. And I've just kind of been thinking about the past couple of weeks, like, what is that for? You know, just kind of like, I'm, I'm a very thought provoking person. So I'm, I'm, you know, I get something in my mind and I want to figure it out. Cause it, even if it's something that's a wrong mindset or I'm going down a wrong path or something like that. So I called him and talked about it. And he says, you know, if success to you is, you know, traveling the world with your wife, which is something I'm very passionate about. Yeah. And, you know, I like, we're, but we're going to be booking, um, flights to Hawaii uh, here this week to, to go in October for our one year anniversary. Nice. And my mind goes like, sh should I, cause I've had people tell me before, like I've, I've, you know, I've taken a couple of international trips or yeah. a few international trips over the past eight months since, uh, her and I have been married, but man, like I can't put a price tag on the memories that we made, you yeah. know, the, the time that we've invested. And 
it's just been absolutely incredible. That's what we're passionate about. Um, and, and so for me, I've had people say like, Josh, why don't you know, how much money have you spent in that, tr those, that whole travel that you've done internationally? And, you know, I did the math and it was a pretty, pretty large chunk. And they're like, well, what if you just invested that instead of, um, you know, spending the, the money on those vacations? And that really, like, that really pricked my heart. Like, I'm like, yeah, but I can't get that time back. You yeah. know, like I, I thoroughly, like I got so much joy out of, you know, those memories that I made, the, 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 the time that I invested with, and to me, it was an investment with my wife because I don't know how long I have on this yeah. earth with my wife. Yep. So it, it, it goes around like that, you know, just what, what does it mean to you to live a passionate life? I mean, that, that last part of there, it says work for something you're passionate about. And like, that's why I always go back to, if you're passionate about flipping hamburgers, like go be the best burger flipper you could possibly be and just have fun while doing it. So, yeah. Well, let's, so, I don't know. you know, no, I totally agree. I think that's the right. And it's, you know, anybody who tells you that you should have saved that money and invested it, I would tell you that's kind of, Frankly, that was the, that was the teachings I was given. And if well, I there's a balance too, yeah. like you got, I mean, obviously I'm not going to spend every dime that I get, but at the yeah. same time, I don't want to not do these things, especially while I'm young. Um, and, and, and wait till the last, you know, yeah. wait till I'm 67 to go to Hawaii. Like I, don't, I, don't, I have no interest in doing that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So let's try to take this picture and, um, you know, let's, let's try to, you know, I don't know what you want to do. Fast forward at 40 years. Let's pretend it's you and, and try to get you on this picture. And obviously this is linear and maybe in the future it's not linear because maybe for you, there is no retirement, right? You sure. do what you do until the day you, you, you know, you leave. And maybe that's the answer. I, I don't know. But how does this picture change in, in your mind for someone in your age group? So I have a, I, I mean, I have been extremely blessed, especially with the line of work that I do. So I own a media company and that's yep. what I do with my, you know, day in, day out. Um, and I'm very, for the record, I am very passionate about everything that I do in that. Now, I always believe Mike, that there are going to be things that you have to do that you don't want to do, or you don't like doing, like yeah. there's always going to be that, that tenant for you that is going to give you a hard time and you got to kick them out and you know, you got to go through whole, that, all that garbage. But, yep. um, you know, it, it, it's the same for me. I mean, there, there's always going to be a client that gives me a hard time. There's always going to, you know, so I gotta, I gotta do things that I dislike, but at the same time in as a whole, I thoroughly am passionate about what I do. Um, so for me, I've been blessed though, where like if my knees get about tomorrow, I can still do my work. Yep. I can still do what I'm doing. Um, you know, I may not be able to travel as much as I am, but I can send somebody instead of me, um, to, to make that stuff happen. Right. So for me, it's, it depends on what you're doing too. Again, like success is different for every person Sure. because I like, I mean, you even mentioned it. I don't believe I'm ever going to retire. Like I, I mean, unless some crazy thing comes across my mind and you know, something hits me in the face and says, you need to retire then, you know, who knows. But for me right now, I'm, I don't believe I'm ever going to retire for one of those reasons are is because I don't have like manual labor work that I do. I don't have to walk through houses. I don't have to, you know, you know, plunge toilets or whatever it is, or work mm -hmm. on railroads. Like I don't have to do that stuff. So I've been blessed to be able to do something where I can be in an office and just have a computer and Wi-Fi, And that's all I need in order to do the work. Yep. Um, but for me, my, my thought has always been, you know, I'm a, I'm a believer. I'm a Christian. I believe in God. 
and I'm not ashamed of that. And to me, my thoughts are that, you know, as soon as I'm done with my purpose here on earth, that's when the Lord is going to take me home. Like that's, that's what's going to happen. Um, I very much strongly believe that, you know, if, if, if I, you know, I hate saying it, but if I fulfill my purpose at the age of 30, like, you know, <laughs> you know what happens. So, yep. but, but if it takes me to the age of a hundred to do it and God's like, Hey, you need to get it in the gear and you know, make <laughs> stuff happen. Um, then so be it. But that's what I believe. And so I don't want to fulfill my purpose on earth at 67 and then chill the rest of the 11 years. And then I get to heaven and God's like, what'd you do with the rest of the years after you fulfilled your purpose? You know, and I have to look to him and say, well, I just wasted it all. So thanks. <laughs> yeah. Um, this, this is where I, this is where, cause I've been thinking about this since I sent you that note on Facebook is how this picture changes for the two of us. So for you, right. And by you, I mean your age group, right? Not yeah. you, Josh, but I think there's one in the, I think it's the person in the middle. There's nothing left and right. And it's like, you know, go right. Or you're like, cause this society is going to this, this economy where you can, most of us can do what we want to, whether it's with a PC and a phone or internet right. or whatever. Uh, and if you are manual labor, like railroads or, you know, whatever, you'll evolve to something else when that time is gone. Right. Um, there is very few people that will work to 65, collect the gold watch, and then chill until, you know, the time has come. So I just, right. I, the world's different. Technology is different. Health is different. Longevity is different. I mean, there's so many things. I think for your age group, this linear view goes out the window and it's just like, live your life, live your passionate life, purposeful life, whatever. Um, so I was good. So two things on that real quick, because I, that, that makes total sense. And it actually brought something up that I thought about. So the first thing is, is that, um, you know, millennials get a lot of flack, right? Like they get a lot, like they don't know how to work. They think they're entitled, you know, all that stuff, which I've never said I, that, but yes, it no, Mike has never said that, <laughs> but, um, you know, we get, we get that reputation and it, and it's true. You know, I think it's, it, it, it is my age. It is my age group. I have friends that, or I, you know, associates that I graduated high school peers. with <laughs> peers, there you go. Uh, that have that kind of a mindset, right? They think that they're, they, everything's free and then they, they deserve the world and that kind of thing. But I, w I think one of the biggest things, the biggest strong point, and every, every generation has their flaws, right? And mm -hmm. I'm, not, I'm no expert on generations, and I've not been around the block 40 years, like that mm -hmm. kind of thing. So if you're listening, then you know, to be very clear, if you haven't looked at my, my age, um, I've not been around the block. Um, but the perspective is, is that millennials, I believe the, the strongest point of them is that they're not afraid to chase after what they love doing. Yes. Um, and I think that is, that, that's something to be like, like, you know, maybe, maybe the older age group doesn't we admire agree with that. it. No, absolutely. But, that's to be admired. Yeah. So I think, but I think that's the, one of the biggest strong points and you know, there are flaws obviously like a lot of, a lot of them will chase after something they love doing and then they just stop because failure hits and like all that. And that's, that's deeper stuff. But the point is, is that they tried in the first place. Yeah. Um, and I think that's something to, to be, you know, that's admirable on, on our part. Yeah. Um, the second thing is, is that, you know, when, when it comes down to it, every, every single person has their kind of their purpose on life. And that's why like this whole, this quote that, you know, live a purpose driven life, not a results driven life. I think the important thing is that people don't, you know, everybody's got a purpose, but people don't go look for it. 
And that's the problem is that they, they, they've been sold this lifestyle that this American dream where, um, and you know, we had this amazing conversation with Noel Christopher and I'm sure that you could jump on it like right away too. Um, and, and we were talking about how, you know, affordability, like these kids are gaining this, this hundred thousand, two hundred thousand dollar student loan debt. And then they're going to buy houses that they can't afford that are in the 250, $300,000 price range. But then they also own a Lexus and then, yeah. you know, a $50,000 car. And, and they, they just get sold this lifestyle that the world tells them or America tells them, I keep saying the world, it's America guys, America tells them that they need or they deserve. Yeah. So then they think it's free because they can get loans on it. Yeah. And so they go after that and then they find themselves in trouble. And that's why this graphic exists is yeah. because they have to spend 50 years of their life paying all that off. That's what happens. And so like, and, and it makes so much sense, but like, it's a trap. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a trap. So no, totally agree. So when I think about you, I was sort of thinking that, you know, this, this linear model goes away. You're in the middle, you run your life, you chase what you're passionate about and you survive. And yes, you don't buy that. You don't overpay for housing or cars or any of that stuff, which older generations were known for, myself included. Right. When I think about my age group, again, myself, I'm like, okay, let's, let's look in the mirror and this is the path you're on. Mm -hmm. You can either stay on this path and just know that this is the ending, right? In my case, you'd have 20 more years to go and, you know, so be it. You know, hopefully it's longer than 78 years, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. Or you can look yourself in the mirror and go, you know what, that's not okay. What can yeah. I do today? Likely reduce expenses, likely increase income, side hustle, whatever, so that maybe we can buy a couple of years back. Yeah. And, and that's exactly what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to help people buy time. And yeah. this was the graph that showed me, you know, if you don't, this is what's going to happen to you. So if you're in my age group, you need to look at this and go, that's my future. Do I want to step up now and be uncomfortable because again, if you've heard anything about Olivia and I's story, it was uncomfortable the amount of sacrifices we made. No new cars, no upgrades, no moving, no crazy vacations. But now, and you know, it worked out. It took 15 years, but it worked out. And you know, now at 45, you know, we are now in retirement and you know, life's pretty good. So that, that's, that, that's that's it. Uh, that that's incredible. And I, and I love that. Um, the whole mentality and I've tried to wrap my brain around this the past few months of, you know, being full-time in my own business, uh, because you know, when you get full-time in your own business, you, you're basically, you know, in the e-myth, you're the technician, you're the manager and the entrepreneur. So, you know, been working crazy hours. I mean, I don't, I don't, I can't even like tell you how many hours I've been working. It's probably been close to, you know, 15 hour days, Monday, Monday through Monday. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sure. And so I've had to, I've had to establish, you know, I have a wife, I have a life that I need to live. And um, there are things that I can delegate. And I love the mentality of buying time back because, you know, in today's society, it's like, you know, instead of me hiring, so we're, we're, we're having somebody that's going to come deep clean our house, right? Yeah. Which normally would probably take me and Gabby a good two hours to do but I can pay someone to come in for a hundred dollars to do the entire house and deep clean it in that two hours. You know, most people are like, well, you could save a hundred bucks and do it yourself. But to me, I'm not passionate about cleaning yeah. a house. <laughs> and to me, like my time is worth far more than, than 50 bucks an hour. If it takes her two hours to do it for a hundred dollars. Yeah. Um, and most people will look at that, like, 
you're, 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 you could save that money as opposed to spending it. Um, and to me, I'm like, no, I'm investing it because I'm buying myself two hours today. Yeah. And I can go do whatever the heck I want with those two hours instead of cleaning my house and doing something that I would rather scrape a cheese grater against my head to, to, to do. So, but, but to me, I think that's something that I've had to wrap my brain around. And I, and I was telling you before we jumped on the show is that I had to um, hire my first full-time employee uh, for my media business because I've, because I've been working 12, 13 hours a day. And, and I like, I love where you're at, where you're like, you know, I don't, and all you like, you're producing content, like, and you're amazing at it. And that's primarily what you do with your day. Yep. And so to me, I want to work less and make more, you know, I got to take a step back. I'm going to obviously take a little bit of a pay cut with having her yeah. come on board. But at the end of the day, it's going to allow me to do even more and more and more um, with what I'm excellent at. And you know, I'm good at video editing and I'm great at, you know, brand designing and podcast production, that kind of stuff. But that's something I could train somebody else to do. And I could work four hours a day instead of 13 and do something, you know, focus on my health or focus on investing time with my wife. And I think that's what a big misnomer is because one of the, I don't know if you noticed it, one of the comments that was on my post was, um, uh, one of my friends said, you know, I agree with you, but some people just want to work. That's, that's what they want to do. And to me, I'm like, Whoa, hold on. We're, we're going off another trail here because <laughs> I work, work. The definition of work is the effort you put into something. Mm -hmm. Um, so for me, no, I'm not going to be working 13 hour days, like in my business, but I still work and hustle and, and grind when I'm, you know, with my walk with God, like I'm hustling and working hard to, to build my relationship with God. I'm working hard on my health. I'm working hard on, um, you know, growing my relationship with my family and my wife and, and all that kind of stuff. Like, so the, the trend is thinking like you have to be a technician and work, 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 work for X amount of hours every day in order to build up this retirement when I'm like, no, I want to save the time now and, you know, spend a little bit of cash to get time back. And I, and cause that's far more valuable of a currency than money is. I mean, you know, as well as anybody, it could, you can, yeah. you can lose all the money in the world, but you can gain it all back. But once you lose that time, yeah, it's gone. So yeah, watch, watch time is the only thing you can't get back. And as, as a once young 25 year old man, myself, I can tell you health is the one. Don't let it get away from you. Yeah, you know, absolutely. You, you can make and, I, and I've been there, man. You can make that mistake and do 16 hour days and pretty soon you're 35 and you're like, Oh my God, what happened? <laughs> so, so Who is careful. this guy looking at me in the mirror? <laughs> <laughs> it looks like two of me. What happened? <laughs> so do me a favor. Give give a little plug to your media company. Obviously, I uh, I'm a, I guess I you call, I'm a client. I guess you would call it, and I'm a huge fan. Uh, so please publicize what you do, how people can find you, all of those good things. Yeah, and I appreciate uh, you allowing me to do that. Uh, Mike is one of my favorite clients, so he's, oh, he's awesome. So nice. Um, but what I love about Mike is that he's like he's hands on with the content. I, you know, it's it's good to have those passive clients that are just like, yeah, just do your thing and make it happen. But Mike, like, kind of like what he does all day. I mean, we already mentioned it is content, so he needs to make sure that he does well with it. And so, um, you know, he's absolutely crushing it with with. YouTube and, and, and podcasts and, and obviously his book and everything else that he's got going on. So um, yeah, my media business, we do primarily content production. So every client's different. Some clients I do videos for, I actually do vlogging for, um, you know, a couple of clients where I actually follow them around like Gary Vaynerchuk style where I got, you know, I follow them around with camera all day. I just got back from Jackson, Mississippi yesterday with the Get It Girls, a 
um, Cindy Crane and Lisa Englehart and follow them around all day in Mississippi. Um, and so then I come back and get the content produced and then distribute it to their social platforms and wherever they're wanting to distribute. Uh, guys like Mike want podcast production. So basically we take, you know, the, the YouTube video that's going out for this video right here is going to be stripped into audio and then put out into the podcast format. And we do that, um, for, for Mike. And so pod, podcast production, video production, photography. Um, I'm actually in talks right now with Mike. He, he, uh, we're going to be doing the audio book for one rental at a time. So I just got ACX certified about a month ago. So I'm able to produce audio books. Let's be clear. I you do. will be doing that. Let's just, I, I will be doing it because <laughs> Mike is not doing that. <laughs> Josh is doing that. <laughs> Josh is doing it. So yeah, we're clear. Okay. Cool. Um, but yeah, I do, uh, uh know your strength, book. man. Know your strength. <laughs> hey, I got it. I, and I'm flattered that you're going to have me do it by the way. So, um, but I do uh, book publishing too. So Mike's book, I did publish that book and I've published about um, 20 other books. And so that's a lot of fun. And then I also do um, brand designing. So I'll actually build brands and design logos and, and that kind of stuff. So um, to find me, you could either email me, josh at colormedia.com. Uh, color is spelled C-U-L-L-E-R. Or you could just go to color.media and that's my website. And you can contact me from there. So Mike, thanks for letting me plug it. And thanks for having me on the show, man. Yeah, of course. And again, keep doing what you're doing. Uh, I think, you know, you're, you are helping a generation that I think has a bad rap. Uh, and um, I, I love everything you're doing, obviously, and, and look forward to seeing where you take this uh, in the future. And early congratulations on your one year anniversary. I remember, I remember seeing the wedding pictures. So yeah, man. <laughs> it feels like it was yesterday. Oh my goodness. When you're, when you're, you're, when you're an entrepreneur for life, like you yeah. don't even, I, what day is it today? Like I don't even know. So they all blend in together, but they go by fast. So there yeah, you go. I appreciate you're, it though. You're, you're crushing Josh and say hi to Gabby for me. All right. Take care. All right. Thanks Mike.